How are we doing? Welcome to Tell Me Something Good. I am Josh Wolf, your host as usual. Uh, excited to be with you on this Wednesday live um, from my... What the fuck? What's going on here? Why is that so loosey-goosey? Hold on. There we go. That feels better. Uh, in the Tell Me Something Good podcast studios today, uh, my guest will be my good friend, Mr. Chris Frangiola. Um, I want to send him the appropriate, uh, what do you call it, invite right now to come join us. Um, what's going on, uh, Amahan and Eric and Jessica? I'm getting it together, man, barely. What's up, Jamie and Debbie? How are you? Patrick, how's it going? Hey, everybody. Um, listen, hey, Margaret. So here's a deal. Hey, Shannon. Um, and I don't know if Dave's going to be joining us today. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I don't know if Dave's going to be joining us today. Um, but And I don't remember if it was on this stream or Patreon stream where we tried to come up with a parody together. Um, and I finished it. Uh, what's up, Dave? So I finished that push parody. Um, if you want to hear it, it's, you know, I just kind of put it together and we'll see what happens. Um, but I think, I think we're in good shape with this one. It seems kind of fun. Um, let me send Chris Rangiola his invite right now. So we, this is how you know that he's at a certain age. Uh, Chris still has uh, an AOL account. So, I mean, and wh who am I to say? Because I can't even see what I'm typing right now. My eyes have gone from I kind of need glasses to I can't see a fucking thing in about, uh, I don't know, a month. It has been so fucking crazy. Uh, but there we go. I just sent him the invite. Um, do you guys want to hear? You want to hear it? Let's hear it. Uh, you still have Hotmail? Shit. Yeah, it'll be great to see Chris again. And now here's another thing, guys. Um, oh, I have to write myself a note. I want to do a song about this. Hold on. I'm so sorry. You're about to hear me leave myself a voice memo. Hey, make sure you do a song about old man stuff. Just stuff that old dudes start to do. That's that, Those are my voice memos. That's how that goes. But do you want to hear uh, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, Chris is so funny. So this is a couple things. You know, I've said before that Facebook is fucking me so hard. It's so crazy to look at these numbers. Um, the, uh, you know, I usually, when it comes to like um, talking about Chelsea lately and Chelsea Handler in general, I don't mind uh, doing it, but it's like, I feel like I've answered every question and obviously it's like going to a Bon Jovi concert. And if he doesn't play, you know, wanted dead or alive or living on a prayer, you're like, fuck you, dude. Why did I come to this show? So I could hear your new stuff coming out of somebody's, you know, minivan. I'm not, I'm not in for soccer mom, John Bon Jovi. I want slippery when wet John Bon Jovi, right? That's when I got attached to him. So I get it when people come and they're like, well, I, I knew you from Chelsea. So I have Chelsea questions. I, I, I'm here to answer. them. I just don't know. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say anymore. Cause I feel like I've answered all of it, but I'm going to answer all of them. Right. 
But today is those kind of days where when I have one of my friends on from the show, you know, we always end up talking about it. And so if you have questions, now's the day. Make sure you stick around so I can bring you on screen with us uh, by the time Chris gets here. Um, stuff old dudes do. Doing slower sports like golf and bowling. Yep. Um, I uh, also like, you know, trying to set up technology. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff in there. So I can't wait to do it. All right. So do you guys want to hear the, um, do you want to hear, Oh, I can't wait to see you in Indianapolis, Indianapolis this weekend. I'm sorry. Let me get through the business. Indianapolis this weekend, Tampa the weekend after that, Spokane, Washington the weekend after that. And then June 3rd in Nashville, I am doing my very first comedy music special. June 3rd in Nashville. Come check that out. Um, and I'll be in Huntsville, Alabama, running it one time on June 2nd. Hey, Ray Ray. So if you're in either one of those two places, uh, come on, come on. And let's play the song before Frangiola gets here. All right, Dave, you ready? Um, I don't know who else was in it. Arizona anytime soon. I think so. I don't I forget who was involved in writing it. Um and I don't know if we got everybody's lines in there, and I don't know. Okay, but let me see if we can start. I know Arizona start. I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, in LA, I think, in June. Okay, so let me see if I can remember this. Margaret, you were too right. Alright, I think I got it. You're working on a high life song? I'm ready, man. Oh, a parody of Rooster by Alice in Chains? Let's do it. I should parody a song for High Life too. But here we go. And you and Ma Margaret, you suggested Matchbox 20. All right, here we go. And I'll tell you something. What I really like about this song, guys, is that it's so different than everything else I'm singing about. Everything else I'm singing about is either a story from the past or something personal to me about being a dude or an older dude or some shit like that. So this is really a good mix-up for me. I'm not sure it has all the jokes I need yet, but... And I don't know how to play it all yet, so relax. But here you go. Well, I have got a very anxious dog. He doesn't like to be alone. And when you leave, he loses his mind. He's broken out of every kennel we bought. Uh, yeah, he tears right through them. The last one, he left the door on our bed. Like a complete asshole Yeah What you cherish He'll eat He knows what matters most He knows what matters most to you Yeah Did I mention He opens doors now my dog is Jason Bourne. Is this the remote you need for your brand new TV? 
can't find your favorite shoe You mean these that I chewed I'm gonna shit in the corner I just shit in the corner Yeah, clean up my mess That's all I got right now uh, but I think it's going to be, why are you not getting notifications when you go live? Because Facebook is burying me. Um, if you're not signing, are you signing up for them? I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but, um, they're burying the page. You know, I got over a million people on here and, um, no matter what I do, no matter when I stream, no matter how long I stream, never gets a, it's right at the same amount of views, which means the people who want to see me know when I come on, but Facebook isn't letting anybody know. So it's a little bit of a bummer. You know, I worked really hard to kind of build up this page and these numbers and, um, they've, uh, they've done their best to look, man. There's 95 people watching this right now. There's a, more than a million people on this page. It just doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So you have been forever and it's not giving me them either. Yeah, I don't understand. The The crowd cast last night, Ryan, was 100% my fault. Tyler says you have to sign up for it so you get a notification. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it works. Um the last night, the crowdcasting was 100% my fault. I went on Patreon and I started the crowdcast, but I forgot to post the link on Patreon until after the pod. However, last night's pod was super dope. Katie, you have all the notifications on, yeah? Hey, man. Jessica, you get notifications? It, listen, I think um, between, they've dinged me uh a couple of times do you know what they ding me for guys this is how fucking dumb they are they they've dinged you know those weird news stories that i do so a couple of them apparently were not were not do but just post the articles um apparently a couple of them weren't real so they put me under fake news like the same fake news that they banned pe the pol political people for they put me in that. And so I got banned, not banned, but I got, I got dinged hard for 90 days without telling me because I, I posted something about somebody shitting in a bush or something. So, and they were like, that's not real. I'm like, yeah, but can't you decide? You can't tell the fucking difference between what I'm doing and somebody spreading misinformation. That's bad for people's health. Right. And so there are a ton of Florida articles, Dylan, that's it. Right. And so I, uh, and by the way, guys, I'll ask, but I know when I ask the Facebook people, they'll say, oh, they must not have their notifications on, whatever it is. So I get danged hard. I mean, guys, you, you've, you saw, I mean, you, for about two months there, the numbers for high live were over a hundred thousand every night. It's, it never comes close to that anymore. They're just not letting it go. So between the high live, which is me smoking, uh, live. And, you know, me posting weird shit, they've dropped. Cat says, I got a weak band. I got a weak band for calling my best friend a B word. And that's what we call each other. Yeah. 
It's really dumb. Like the fact that they're overcorrecting now when for like four years people could say whatever the fuck they want and now they're coming after comics is like the dumbest. It's just like I got all my miles on American Airlines, right? And I fucking, it turns out it's the worst. But what am I going to do? I don't want to start over and scrap and go back to the, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with this stupid fucking platform. I spent all this time building this fucking thing up and now what? You know what I mean? So they can eat dicks. Uh, look, they're not listening. Nobody, you know what I mean? But uh, they can eat dicks, all the dicks. Um, and I'm probably going to go start over on Twitch and see what I can do there, guys. Uh, honestly, if it hadn't been for you guys, the people specifically that tune in live to these, I'd have been gone a long time ago. I just like all you so much. And some of you are a little older. And so you probably don't know what the fuck Twitch is. Uh, right. This is it. They just don't let it. And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to change who I am or what I do. Um, I'm sure they will. Yeah. The thing that you guys could do. Um, you think Twitch is better than streaming here? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, but I subscribe to your page a majority of the time. I don't see when you're live until after the live event is closed. I love watching all these shows and can't wait for you to come to Texas. Yeah, I don't understand. Thanks, Heather. I, I just don't understand. So I'm going to, yeah, that's the thing is people's kids are on Twitch. Uh, I'm going to try it. What the fuck? Why not? Let me just text Franjola, make sure he knows he got his email, but I'm excited, man. I love the thing that I've liked the most about doing this pod is um, reconnecting with people. You know, I've, I've used this to make apologies to people, but this is, this is, it's so crazy about this. Tell me something good pod is, um, I don't, you know, high live brought out some shit in me that I was so happy for. And I feel like this podcast is doing the same thing for me. This has just been such a great vehicle. I mean, there aren't a whole lot of people watching or listening, and I don't. Nah, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Fuck them. I, I, I'm actively, actively looking to get out of here. Um, but I just don't know what to do. Yeah, we're all potheads. You know what I mean? Um, so and listen, I don't think it has anything to do, right, with that or communism or socialism. I think it's just scaredism. It's all it is. It's scared. I have a Twitch. I just got to get ready. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't want to sit here. I I'm actively, one of the things that I'm really trying to do is not bitch. Like I can't control them. I can't, I can't control. So I, I can't worry about that shit. I can only do what I do. And, uh, and either, either they continue to stick a pole in my ass or they don't, you know, no worries about last night. Everybody last night was completely my fault. Um, but I'll tell you something, uh, as we're here and, and, uh, we're waiting for my buddy, Chris, um, there's been some fun things happening. Uh, this past week we were down, Beth and I went down and took a little vacation for our, uh, anniversary, 
uh, and went to Florida. And man, I'll tell you something right now. Uh, there's easy software for setting up your screen for guests. That's good. Um, that's that that is the one thing that also keeps me on StreamYard here. But so I um we're in Florida. And um, look, man, I mean, there's no secret. I'm not a Trump fan. And no secret, man. And I've been fans of a lot of, I, I've liked a lot of presidents. Let me tell you what I've never liked. I've never been so much of a fan of a president that I would wear a t-shirt with his face on Rambo's body. Yo, I've never been a fan of anybody like that. But I walked through a store. It was just like, what the fuck they're turning him into a mythical character like it's so bananas the level of just fucking rah rah for this dude now clearly i've got the president of hollywood behind me but it is so funny man look you vote for you want to vote for we're going to disagree over that but like what what (laughs) fucking crazy Rambo's face on a Trump body is funny as shit. Funny as shit. Uh, fuck off. He supports Heather McDonald and she's a piece of shit. Well, Bree, I am going to go ahead and guess that you neither know Chris nor Heather. But I would love to hear, and you can hop on the screen with me right now if you want. I'd love to hear why. It's just like I heard the other day, somebody said to me, Chelsea's a bitch, right? I'm like, no, do you know her? They're like, yeah, but I've heard. You've heard all the way from Nashville? Through who? Through how many channels did it get to you? Uh, You got to check the Indianapolis website, but go check it out. I'd love to vote for Dwayne Johnson. But Bree, I would love to know why you think Heather's a piece of shit. Um, And how many interactions you've had with her. I'm, I'm just curious, like, You know, there's so many, I forfeited my right to vote due to poor life choices. I'm with you on that. Guys, there's so many people. Look, a public figure is just that, a public figure. And no matter who they are, and no matter how much they tell you, you don't know them. You don't know them. Are you with them 24 hours a day? You may know them, but if you had to sit across from a table from one of them, you guys wouldn't have shit to talk about because you don't know each other. Do you know what I mean? And um, Heather is who Heather is, unapologetically. It's why I like her. I like, I, I don't, listen, we don't like the same things. We don't watch the same shows. We're not interested in the same shit. But Heather McDonald is exactly who she is. I mean, obviously, she's keeping some secrets to herself. But she's unapologetically herself. That's the confidence she has. That, to me is what we should all be. We should all strive to have that bit of feeling so confident with ourselves that we are unapologetically so. So you may not agree with what she says. I don't know that I'd go so far as to call her a bitch. I know she's really good to her friends and she's a really good mom and she's a really good wife. And you may not like what she has to say, but she's not a mean person. You know what I mean? And Chris Rangiola is a good dude and a great friend. And so, you know what I mean? People are different, but they're still people is exactly right, Isaac. Um, That's it. You, you know what I mean? So, like, I, take it easy on the judgments just of people in general that you don't know. 
um, especially celebrities who this is another thing, guys, like we're so quick. I, I would guess that Brie would probably bring up one example of something that Heather did. Right. And, um, that could be true. I could probably bring up five or six examples of shit that she did that I didn't like. So what Brie, I bet you in your life, there are a lot of people, you know, who could come up with some examples of shit that you did that you didn't like. Same with my, me and my life. That does, And if all of those people thought I was an asshole or you were a bitch just from those things, man, what a fucking tough life we go through. That's where we're at right now, by the way. People are judged immediately on one or two things. One thing, whatever the fuck. And that's it. You have a jet. You kidding? You guys, the other night, you know, um, People have asked me a couple of times. The other night I did a high live with Jessime and things went a little squirrely and I ended up clicking her off the screen and then taking the podcast down. And, um, am I serious? I don't agree. She's a racist, homophobic piece of shit. I'm not talking about her being a celebrity. She is a hundred percent neither homophobic nor racist. Now you, you say whatever you want about her, but I, as somebody who knows her, she is 100% neither of those. Again, you may not agree with some shit that she says, and she's, I think a Republican, um, but she's a Republican in the way that I've always known them to be, which is Heather is as socially live in let live as anybody that i know she's fiscally super conservative but you're just wrong you're just wrong uh, and you can take that however you want but you you're i'm just saying she's not brie i happen to know the person you know the per podcaster you know you should ask all the all of her gay friends how homophobic she is that's what you should do you should definitely give Guy Branham, ask Guy Branham, ask Justin Martindale, who was just on the show. Ask how, how homophobic, ask Fortune Feimster, who she shared an office with for years, how homophobic she is. That's all. These are good ideas. I think you should, honestly, I think you should reach out to those people and ask her and she will, they will all tell you. And she's not racist either. Now, I, I don't listen to her podcast. Does, has she made some jokes? Maybe. As a comic, I, I do not think that neither makes you. No, no, no. She can. She's not insulting me or my friend. I, I don't take it like that. And Linda, I'll move on to the next subject when I want to. Uh, you know what I mean? That's all. Um, for me, that's what it is. You're judging somebody who you don't know. Um, which is what we all do every day especially on uh social media you know um it's just part of the deal unfortunately but you're just you're just wrong um but i'm really excited for this uh live the music comedy special i'm doing like i am so fucking so so excited about it. Brie, you may not like her. You're 100% wrong. Okay, hold on one second. You're, by the way, Brie, your cousin, what a dick. 
I never met him, but I was on his Facebook page. A dick. I know him. He's a dick and a racist and a homophobe. That's exactly how that sounds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, Brady. I can't argue with you. Um, hold on. Frangiola. Did he not get it? Hold on. Sorry, guys. It's so interesting. I, I would love to hear, you know, I would love to hear, uh, uh, anybody else's, um, opinion on that. And guys, you know, look, man, we talk about whatever the fuck comes up on this stream. I didn't come through for him. Oop, sorry. That's it. I'll say that again. Um, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S Club 7. I don't know what that means. Oh, Travis, what we were talking about is um uh what we were talking about is somebody judging somebody that I know and um just not being right about it. All right. You know, Anthony, you come in with that dumb fucking take every show, and I never ever comment on it. I'm just curious how many shows in a row i'm dying to know if you do it every week oh sarah colonna is the best uh there's no doubt about that so guys this oh, ray ray where are we i don't know i got knocked off track i got knocked off track just by the overwhelmingly overwhelming negativity towards somebody that i know it, that kind of shit knocks me off track a little bit um all right let me just put this on since Chris seems to be a little late. Second time. This is the second week in a row, Anthony. Well, two for two, man. Let's see how many we can do. Keep going, bro. I'm not going to read it out loud until you get to 10. Uh, you know, I just posted the link. There's the link. I am right. Yeah. This is the stupidest comment of all time. Oh, my God. Oh, so the Facebook group knows you dumb fuck break. Come on now. That's the dumbest comment. Um, Brie does have a cute dog. She's just wrong. Um, and she's super nice on here. She's just wrong about my friend. That's all. It's all good guys. It's all good. That's what we do. We sit and judge each other. Um, all right. I'm going to leave one spot open guys for Chris. Uh, there he is. Listen, man. It's official. Listen, man. I did it. I want to tell you. Should I get headphones? This Maybe. Is okay. Maybe. I mean, it's up to I you. I can hear me. I can hear you fine. But I can also hear me. Oh. I know I... All right, well, listen, good. first of all, dude, how you doing? You look refreshed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. What's going on with you, man? Uh, nothing. You know. I mean, same shit. You're. You first of all, let me get rid of. 
let me get rid of that. Your, by the way, your hair just gets better with age. <laughs> the hair is is still there, thank God. You know, I mean, it's still hanging in there. Well, what did you? Will you say it like something else is missing? Have you lost something else? Well, because you know, I mean, as far as my family's concerned, and they say genetically, hair's the one that goes. You know, my I, my brothers are pretty balding. My father's balding. I didn't get that. I'm the only one that it lasted. Do you rub it in their face? Uh, I probably should, but I think they, you know, they, they, they're suffering enough. <laughs> That's nice. That's, yeah. you know what, by the way, not saying something is almost worse. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's almost like, I don't want the pity. I, I will take the insult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the, don't be alarmed by the, you probably can't see the cardboard cutout of Tom Cruise that I have behind me. I like to have the president of Hollywood over my shoulder at all times. I could, uh, I could see his shoulder. Uh, is, you could, is he still the? I mean, are there movies anymore? That's kind of a thing that's gone away. It, I don't know if Tom Cruise is. I just watched that one the other night with uh, Bob Odenkirk uh, called Nobody. How was it? It was pretty good, actually. Not bad. You know, it was kind of a fun ride. It was. I'm just so over everything being nine parts, and uh, I just wanted something that was an hour and a half, and I was done with it. Yeah, and it was perfect for that reason. Who, who, who and, and you know, I feel like you would have a good grasp on this because I have always said nobody runs in a suit better than Tom Cruise. No, yeah, he really does. Would you put Daniel Craig in the conversation? I mean, as far. Yeah, yeah, because he's the only other one I could think of who runs in a suit. Like, yeah. You're going to be Mission Impossible or James Bond, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I often used to say, if you ever want to scare the shit out of somebody, just be a grown person in, a, in like regular clothes running as fast as you can anywhere, and it'll terrify people. We were like, why is this guy – he's either running from something horrible or to something horrible, but somewhere something horrible is happening. Dave Attell used to tell a joke that said, I want to tell you something with 100% certainty. If you ever seen a grown man running down the street, butt naked, turn and run with him because something terrible is behind him. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, now, listen, man, What are you back on the road? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've kind of been back a little bit. Uh, not, not, yeah, sure. I'm back. Not a ton. Not a ton. But uh, yeah, I'm out there. Do you see that? That is heresy. Jason, Jason Statham. Statham? Super I mean, it, it, it's a good person to throw in the conversation because she's right. I have seen him running yep. the suit a few times, but not enough to, to uh, topple uh, Tom Cruise from the you know, Tom Cruise pumps those arms yeah. and legs pumps too. Yeah, I mean, he ran the last time I saw him. He ran from like a, a, a sandstorm in the Middle East in one of the Mission Impossibles, and that's hard to do. And then he ran. He was jumping rooftops and shit. Yeah. Because yeah. here's what I what I want to know: Where do you get a suit that fits that snug but is also that stretchy? And how are your pants not constantly falling down? I feel like I walk, you know, three feet in my pants. I got to pull my pants back up, you know. I, I doubt you're doing as much Pilates as Tom. No, Cruz. I don't. Keep yeah, that ass Tom nice Cruise and tight. Doing. It's, uh, you know, it's, I mean, isn't Tom Cruise pushing 60 now? I got think. Me. I think he's 58. I think I just read that Brad Pitt's 58. I mean, that's crazy. But, but Brad Pitt, to me, I feel like Brad Pitt, like Johnny Depp, unlike Tom Cruise, who's done some interesting things to his face. Yeah. 
I feel like Brad Pitt has almost been daring life to make him ugly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's true. I feel like yeah. Brad Pitt's for a long time has been like, go ahead, life, make me as ugly as you think you can. Mm -hmm. And I'm still better looking than every person that walks in this room. Yeah. And, 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 and the interesting thing is in the, in the, like Tom Cruise is kind of stuck with the same hairstyle and the same look for many years. Brad Pitt has thrown a lot of different hairstyles at you and it, they all seem to work on him. That, that's when you know you're good looking. Right. When you change your look and you even go homeless for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. He went like full rubber band in his goatee for a while. As soon as you start adding scarves like Johnny Depp and Steven yeah. Tyler, you're yeah. just like, I, you know what I mean? If yeah. you have more Johnny than Depp. one scarf on. Johnny I mean, Depp has really lost it as of late. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen him lately, but I mean, his teeth are falling out. He's got all sorts of problems. But I think when you're that good looking for that long, yeah. At some point, you're like, fuck it. I'm going to try this other look. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go. I mean, eventually, we all hit the wall. You know, it, you just, it may take you longer than others, but eventually it happens. Chris. And I think it's happened in the case of Johnny Depp. And uh, it clearly hasn't happened to you yet. Isaac says you look like you could be Brad Pitt's brother. I'll take it. You know, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Um, it's better than some things we've been called for sure. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how about you buddy how are you how's nashville how's everything how's the road you're out there you're doing yeah. it you know chris first of all i should have left hollywood five years ago uh yeah I, I'm, okay sure i'll, I'll uh, tell you why well, here's the thing do you think you could have i mean it seems like it's easier to leave these days because yeah. of shit like this uh you you know now you can do this from anywhere uh, was that available five years ago you think i mean ralphie was here you know, there were yeah, true. Nate lives here. You know, Nate's always lived here or yeah. he, he lived in LA for a little while, but he's been here for a little bit. Yeah. And here's what it is for me, Chris, you know, uh, Hollywood itself. Yeah. Has, hasn't hired me since my talk show 2015. Right. So, you know, if you listen closely, right. You can hear what Hollywood's trying to tell you. Oh yeah, totally. And I just wasn't listening. And so if I was like, if I'm just going to tour and make my money online, yeah. why, why am I, why am I there? Right. Right. And yeah. that's all it was for me. That's all. And, and listen, man, you know, I have, I have been more creative here and you know what else? This is the big one, dude. I, when I was in Los Angeles, not, I got on the wheel every day checked Instagram to see what the better lives people were living than me and all yeah, that. Shit. Yeah. And I was always in my head competing with people who weren't competing with me. I always. think, yeah, I, always still, always. I don't do that. Listen, you know, the one thing, and also like for a long time, I kind of have dabbled a little, it's dabbled a little with the guitar. Right. But all right. I've always been so careful about what other comics would say if i had a guitar in my hand you know yeah right and i'm just really now just doing what i like to do and that's, that's really great. come since i've moved here well that's it we also think that comes with age a little bit yeah. too don't you think you get to a point where you're like oh who gives a fuck anymore you yeah. know yeah I, I feel like that's where i'm at right now and you know i feel like it's not unlike you i've i've you know i have a podcast that's successful and i have some things that are successful that i don't need Hollywood anymore. And not that they were calling anyway. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> like honestly, the funny thing is, like they called you way more than they ever called me. They never called me. They didn't call me since 1983. You know, so wait, 83? Did you have the the tips? App? No, I did tips. Uh, I was doing tips. Shit, you know what? You know what? I, you know who inspired my tips? Uh -oh. It was a movie called The Saint with Val Kilmer. I so remember that. I remember going to see The Saint with yeah. Val Kilmer, and I was like, I don't know who did that guy's hair, but I need that fucking hair. And I went to like Fantastic Sam's in Burbank, and I asked the guy. I said, I, I want the you know the the Val Kilmer. She had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. Said, Ooh, you know. Anyway, she did it, and I mean, I think I took the highlights a little further than I should have. A little, yeah. you know, pat, maybe one year past uh, what they. Did I see a picture of you with highlights? And a mesh shirt? Oh, absolutely. Yes, I, we did. That was in that. I mean, you know, I don't know if you were as a Vegasy guy as I was, but back in those days, I'm that's got to be 99, 99, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Maybe even earlier than that. I don't know. I just remember like Ricky Martin's was hot. You know, oh, that she banged, she banged, and he had that hair. And were you, I, Chris? And I forget. But was there a shirt under the mesh shirt or no? No, absolutely not. There was a mesh shirt. <laughs> I mean, you know, you look back at them. And I've seen, Josh, I, I mean, we've all made some mistakes. I've seen yeah. some of yours as well, you know. You have that cowboy poster, you know, where oh you have cowboys God. in Seattle, I think, or something. Terrible. And you're, you know, you're all dressed in, like, no oh, shirts on. And By the way, Chris, I would say my bad fashion has followed me firmly into the 2000s. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, no, I mean, you're being you're being kind. I mean, right, like, right, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I was, but here's the thing, Josh. At the time, I'm not going to say that was a mistake. That mesh shirt and the highlights did what I needed it to do for me. I needed it, you know, to get me laid or whatever. And and back then, that was a look that people were fucking, which you know is shocking to me that it did, but it happened. It did work. Okay. So tell me then, because if we're going to say that wasn't a bad look, because right. it, was, it was good for the time. Exactly. Exactly. Hit me with what you would call, say, was your a time period where you not a good look. Because I would say you are a, a, a very fashionable dude. Right. And you always, by the way, there was one time I think we swapped jackets. Uh, yes, we did. As a matter of fact, and you, I, you had one jacket. I never thought I'd say this, but you had a jacket <laughs> on leg. <laughs> and you were like, and you were like, I'm getting rid of this. And I was like, well, I'm going to get rid of this one. And I like that one. Yeah. So, you know, I wore that jacket forever. Me too, dude. I, I wore that jacket forever. I had that thing forever. Black jacket. It, it, it worked on stage. It yeah. worked. On stage. That was a good jacket. We Certainly swapped. Was. We swapped black. And I remember telling Beth, hey, I swapped jackets with Chris Rangiola. And she said this, Chris took a jacket of yours. And I was like, <laughs> it, yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> I will tell you, man, you know, I have seriously, this is the first year that I have thought to myself, all right, it's time to ditch the hat. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Are, are you going to do it? Yeah. You know, the only, honestly, dude, the only problem I have, because I have 
now done two shows without the hat on. Okay. Is that it, it throws the crowd. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. At this point that kind of, yeah, it's going to throw the crowd. And, and so for me, like I, I don't want the conversation to be about my hair and not right. my jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So I, I, I'm, I think what I'll do is I'll start to slowly just do it like on podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And just half and half it, you know? Uh, yeah. Isn't it funny how you have to, I mean, that is something you have to think about your look on stage is I, I always tell like even young comedians last me and I'm like, I don't know, there is something to the look. And I'm not saying I have a guy that has a specific look, but I, I definitely do put some thought into it because it is, you don't want to be too dressed up yeah. you know, playing up, you know, just regular clubs on the road. And I, I feel you don't want to be too underdressed either. Cause it makes you look, you know, like you're not caring. Yeah, well, there is something to that, but yeah, I feel like you've definitely become a guy. That's the look, and that would be a, a distraction. It's a, it's a, yeah. Be, first, what's distracting is the size of my forehead. That is right. the first thing that really distracts people. You know what? That's one of those things that I think only you probably look. I mean, look at my forehead. It, we, it, they got to be the same size. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Chris. Here's how I knew I had a big forehead. Ready? When I was a kid. My dad had told me, I was washing dishes once, and my dad walked through the kitchen. When parents were allowed to talk to kids like this. Right, right, right. You know, your parents would just say offhand things to you, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he said to me, he goes, whew, you got a really big forehead. And so I asked my mom, I go, do I have a big forehead? And she goes, no, it just means you're extra smart, honey. I go, so I have a big, is that what you're saying? I have a big forehead? She's like, no, you just have more brains. I'm like, yeah. so you're saying I have a fucking yeah. giant forehead, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I get that a lot. Did you uh, did? Can you think of a fashion choice on stage? I can tell you my worst fashion choice on stage, right? Yeah. So when I moved out to Seattle, this is nineties, okay, nineties, right? Yeah. And I was like, "What is my look gonna be on stage?" Because, and by the way, this is how you know my first mistake. I was discussing it over dinner with my mom and dad. Oh yeah, that's you know? okay. Right. They were they were chiming in, so they yeah. had their right. And so what we settled on, I was like, I'm going to be a vest guy. Yeah, I did it. I, I made the mistake. Yeah, yeah. I, vest guy. I feel like '90s was good vest guy comedy. Yeah. Right. But I went. I went vest guy. You know the kind of hat that Stallone wore in the first Rocky. That kind of fedora. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and then went, went on to wear it. And the Rocky since he's he's worn that. Yeah. My favorite movie hat of all time. The way yeah. he wore it, the way he rolled it up. Yeah. yeah. But he had the right shape face. Yeah. You need to have this shape face. Mm -hmm. I have this shape face. Right. So right. The sides always swim around a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so That's I had that. Sell. That's a tough sell, especially tough. on stage. Oh, but I haven't finished. A ponytail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But this is what year? Now, where we talk, we're talking when? I'm in Seattle. I'm in Seattle. 94. 95. 95. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that we were pushing all making it. some mistakes in 95. Pushing it. Pushing it. Yeah. Do you like that? The, I, I want you to, I want to know what your worst uh, stage fashion is, but I also want to know, are you a fan of the 90s fashion coming back? No, God, no. I'm seeing those pants, you know, whatever. Oh, those big baggy pants, the dude. Baggy, the big giant baggy pants on these girls or something. Like, who's who is that? What? Who? Wh that's not doing anybody any favors. Nobody. Like, no. 
I mean, I don't get it at all. I know they, you know, TikTok or whatever said skinny jeans are out, but I, I hope not. I, I hope that's just because that those big giant pants that I'm seeing are not flattering on anyone. Is that what we looked like in the 90s? Oh, I mean, I fortunately have always, I made some jean mistakes, but never, I was always pretty, you know, Levi's, which is a classic look that isn't really going to go. Yeah. I made a couple of t- uh, acid wash mistakes. Uh, Me maybe. too. Uh, and maybe a little too holy at time, you know, like even up to like a few years ago. Canadian yeah. tuxedo? Yeah. Uh, from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, man. You, yeah. You, I, I will tell you, man, you know, um, and since it's, it's weird that the show had, I think it's been nine years since the show ended. Eight years. Which one, Chelsea Lady? Yeah, uh, seven or eight. Yeah, I don't think it's been quite nine, but but it's got to be getting pretty close. I think it's seven. Seven or eight years, right? Yeah. Do, do you still get a lot of people at the shows coming up to you and talking to you about the show at your live shows? Every single show, every that I've ever done. Yeah. It, it's it's to the point now, Josh. Right? I've just it's something I'm. This is going to be the question I answer the rest of my life. And that's okay. You know, I guess everybody has it. If you're in business, everybody has, you know, like Stallone. Stallone will always have to talk about Rocky the rest of his life, no matter how many movies he makes. Uh, And it's just going to, I'm just going to have to answer what is Chelsea really like in real life. That's the one. The rest of my life, you know? The, Um, the, the, what is Chelsea like? What was Chewie like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What was, but you know what I was thinking about recently and um, is I, I don't think we realized or took a time in the moment to realize what the how lucky we were to be involved in that. I mean, it's it was my biggest regret, Josh. It's my biggest regret about the show. Uh, I, I just didn't stop. You know, not to be a, and smell the rose. I just yeah. didn't stop and go. You know, I have fond memories of it, and but honestly, there are some that I just don't even remember. Like yeah. I, especially being on the road with her and playing stadiums, not you know arenas basically. And you know, I, I should have like stopped and said I should remember performing in front of twenty five thousand people or whatever it was because I don't know if this is coming around again. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, I didn't. And some of it, I don't remember like the private jets and things like that. I should remember all this. This should be, you know, vivid memories in my mind, and they're not. You, you know what? For me, the type of things that I wish that I had really soaked up, especially in the early years, was the freedom we had to do whatever we wanted on exactly. TV. Exactly. Yeah. She, uh, because they gave it to her because the show had so lo- such the low ratings that they weren't yeah. really paying attention. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And they gave us the keys to this car, and they were like, "Just go fucking drive it." We I know. Like, it's funny when I mentioned to other people. You know, whether they're talking about like notes from networks or something, I I often say it's like I don't think E ever gave us a note ever, never once. No. And if they did, it went through Chelsea, and she certainly squashed it and never gave yeah. it to us. So I will tell you, it's I think it's fortunate that those episodes are not online because some people Ooh. would be canceled. <laughs> you know, it's Oh I mean, canceled. You think of the shit we did on oh there, my dude? God. It 
somebody sent me Steve Marmalsey. Steve was a writer on the show that both Josh and I know. Steve has everything in his phone because he was an editor as well. So he has everything in some sort of, you know, file on his phone. And one day he's like, hey, you should look at some of these old sketches. And he sent them to me. And I did a sketch with Lonnie Love called Black and White, where I played, we both played like, I played like this racist morning news guy. And Lonnie was my sidekick. And we did like four yeah. episodes of it. Yeah. I mean, the things I say, I was actually, I was like, should I put this online? And my, my wife was like, are you fucking insane? No, you like, should not no, put that online. There. Yeah. But this was on E on ele at 11 o'clock. Chris. I mean, we did a sketch, yeah, where we had two a, a real Asian people <laughs> walk through the office, and yeah. we dubbed their voices yeah. with white people doing yeah. Asian voices. I know. And the I sketch know. was called "Reave Me Around," and they were and they were, and they drove around the office in uh, rickshaws. Rickshaws. I mean, it's uh, it's fucking. That was stopped to go. I don't. Should we stop? Should we not do this? Nobody ever did that. Not not only did nobody ever do that. Yeah, but I never got. And this was back when, like, I'm sure whenever you would be on the show, you had like a gazillion tweets. Yeah, you would just be yeah. like, holy. Fuck. It was it was the beginning of like Twitter. We yeah. were there. I remember Twitter starting while we were on that show. On the round table, I remember talking about it because we were talking about the 110 characters because it was 100, maybe it wasn't 140 at first. It was 100. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, we did a whole segment because Chris Jenner couldn't figure out how to use Twitter. Yeah. I, I remember like you guys yeah. being on it. Like, should I get on this thing, this Twitter? And yeah. then, I mean, it, you know, now. It just so it all seems like so long ago. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I saw Chelsea a few weeks ago, uh, over at Sarah Colonna's house. Uh, it's Colonna, myself, and and Chelsea and John. And it was like the first time I had seen her in a long time. I think the first time since the show ended, I'd seen her. Were you uh, Chewie's funeral? That that that, sorry, that was the other right. time I saw her, but that was only for a little bit. Uh, so this was just hanging around sitting there and it was weirdly, it was like the first time, and this is going to sound, I don't know, maybe mean, but it's not meant to be. It was the first time I was like, and just, just in lack of not having a better word to describe it, that I, I don't care about her anymore. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. saying that I like, she's great, but yeah. I was just like, oh, I don't like care about Chelsea Handler anymore. Yeah. And and that, that's not a bad, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I love Chelsea. She's great. And thank God for her. Cause I wouldn't be anywhere without her, but, but, but you that, mean that Chelsea handler, my boss and the one right. that I was like, Oh, you know, uh, about it was gone for the first time. Well, I mean, it was probably back to where the, the way we all were pre-show pre, -show, pre right. show. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when we yeah. were starting doing stand up together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it, yeah. So that was, that was an interesting, I mean, it's, it's funny that show, you know, will be the rest of my life, like I said, but it's also some people just like, I mention it and they're like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. You know? so yeah, there's, there's a whole other world, like you especially. I feel like you have a whole other audience that yeah. just doesn't even know you from that show. I actually, Chris, you know, after the show, I, and this was not in a negative way, right. but I actively tried to shed the Chelsea lately fans only be for this reason. Yeah. 
because then the people that I was that stayed, I I would know were were my fans. Yeah. But I I was what I was really scared of is letting the Chelsea Lately fans hang around and counting on them. But since they weren't my fans, them gradually just slowly dispersing. And then right. four years later, I'm like, wait, there's nobody here. And so, you remember, you remember how there was you and I, you and I would discuss it for, you know, via text or whatever. We'd be on the road in different cities and it was getting pretty dark there for a couple of years. Yeah. It was like, oh shit, they're not coming anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it, it was bad news. Bree, this is interesting. You guys did stand up years and years before Chelsea. Well, 100%. Yeah. Yes. Both, both Josh and I were, you know, we had been around a long time before. Yeah. That. As was Chelsea and everybody else on that show. But I, I'll tell you something. And by the way, Chris, I would say you are the best example of this. I would say that you and Chris Porter, for me, are far and away the most underrated, underappreciated stand up comics in the country. I'm going to tell yeah, you guys yeah, something right now. Forget me pushing my show. Yeah. If Frangiola comes into town and you don't go see his stand up, yeah. you're missing somebody who's really fucking good at their craft. Thank like, you. Dude, yeah. Dude, I, I really feel like it, the last time I saw you, and this was a couple of years ago, I'm like, yeah, oh, he's fucking really funny and really good. And you mix uh, crowd work with your material so effortlessly. And you never make somebody in the crowd feel like I hate this dude for making fun of me. Yeah, him. that that came with time, you know. I because yeah, that's uh, yeah, I am that way now. You're really yeah. good at it. You're yeah, really I'm good. Better, at it. I'm better now than I used to be. I look back. I mean, we all did, you know. If somebody heckles, you're like fuck you, you fat fuck, you know that. I, yeah, I just don't do it that way anymore. Uh, but I did for many years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But dude. What I was in Bree mentioned that we'd done stand up. Unfortunately, right now, it doesn't matter how funny you are. Yeah. If we I hadn't know. been on Chelsea, we would have yeah. never sold a ticket because nobody yeah. would have known who we were. Right. But don't you think it does? Like, I like to think like a guy, a guy like you, who's now, you know, you, you, I mean, you've had this whole resurgence, and especially in the clubs and stuff, which is great. And, and it does matter. Like, you know, I think if they came to see you once, because of your, you know, your YouTube hits or whatever, and it wasn't good. I don't think they come back. I but agree. Because you're good. They, like I'll give you an example, and maybe they're friends of yours. I don't know. I don't even know them. But these guys called the Hodge twins. They're like two muscle guys who they're brothers, twins. I guess they had a large YouTube following, and I don't think they do stand up. But they started selling tickets, you know, and they're into entertaining. I guess. But yes. I've heard, I've talked to clubs who are like. I don't know. We can't do it anymore. You know, yeah. it was making us look bad. It was making, uh, you know, so guys like you, funny does matter when it, when it's, it comes the second time around, the third time around. And there's not that many clubs, you know, you know, I just did hilarities in Cleveland again. And when I got there, I'm like, shit, I've done this place a lot. Yeah. Like, this is round six or seven or maybe more. And, uh, they do come back when you're good. That's it. Well, I mean, look, you know, um, if you take girl code, yeah, there you go. They, they were, they were, they were making, and I don't know her personally, and I understand she's a fantastic young lady, but they were making Carly Aquino yeah. headline. Yeah. But you know, De Stefano and Jessime were actual comics. Right. So I think they were, from what I understand, they were really front loading the show. And uh -huh. even though Carly was headlining, 
I think Chris and Jessime ended up doing most of the time because yeah, they were comedians. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I mean, it, honestly, it happened toward the end of Chelsea lately for us when we were touring with her. Yeah. She hadn't been doing stand-up you know, at that point for, you know, the show ran seven or eight years. So she went and she wasn't really doing it out every night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so she, I feel like she was just like, I don't feel like doing it anymore. And they were, I mean, I remember the last show we did together. It was at, it was at the Trump Casino, which is now gone, I think, in Atlantic City. And she wasn't even there yet. And they were like, we're starting the show. She wasn't even there. And I was like, should I go on? They're like, you got to go on and just keep going until we'll, we light you on the side. Like, was this the Bill Cosby night? No, no, no. I, I, that was later. That was at oh. the Borgata, but also Atlantic City. Uh. And well, like, she, maybe she won't show up. And I swear to God, I was up there 40 minutes. And I was do, I was killing. But I could feel the people starting to be like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is great, but where's Chelsea Hammer? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could just feel it. You could definitely feel it. Oh yeah. And if, you know, I swear it was forty minutes in before they were like, you know, on the side. She's here. She went on. You know, hammered twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Good night. Yeah. And and off. And they, you know, so it was a similar vibe at that point. Like, yeah. I, I think, man, it's funny. I, for a while, I think you're right. I think. And I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I don't think she loved stand up. And no, I think, no, I think it was a it was a definite kind of paycheck because I'm sure she was getting a crazy paycheck. Yeah. And it was selling books and all that. But yeah, I, I, I there were a couple shows in San Francisco where I was like, I don't know how she's gonna it was the two show nights. Yeah. One show night was never a problem. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some two show nights. Yeah. That second show, man. Yeah, what about you? Are you you're not like a drinker on stage, right? Are you? Nah. Are you yeah. No, I, I I I now late show Saturday. I'll I'll take an edible and go on stage. Yeah. Way, does, that, does that fuck you up? Uh, I mean, not you. You've been doing it a while now, so. It, it, uh, it, I'll tell you what it does, especially on nights where I'm like I'm stuck on this joke. Yeah. I know the weed will open up a door that. Now, I've never been as high as you were that night. You did dabs out in front of the improv. You know, Josh, it, I have to tell you, I, I referenced that night to so many people because it's the last time I ever touched anything like that. And Tell everybody what happened. Tell everybody. Well, I did a I did a 420 show, which was the first mistake. I'm not a weed guy at all. I probably smoked weed three times in my life. And I'm talking like 1970s shit weed. That didn't yeah, this weed. isn't like no. California weed. Yeah, Long Island shit weed. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. I didn't do anything that these people are doing now. And I don't know or know anything about it. Anyway, Josh is doing a, I think it's Jesse May's show. Yeah. Jesse May and Josh is on it. And it's an afternoon show at the improv in the side room, 4.20 p.m., I believe. Yeah. At, on 4.20. And the guy was, you know, a weed company was, and I think they were fucking with me. They were, you know, being funny. And I don't even know what a dab is. I've since learned what it is. You know what it is. Yep. I mean, it's straight TH, whatever it is. It's straight shit. You know, whatever it is. It's, it's, it's Dude, it is, and I've said this before, it is the crack of weed. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have told yeah. me. <laughs> so this guy gives me a fucking dab. Out in the parking lot. I didn't even go on yet. This guy gives me a dab. And I feel kind of nothing. And then I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I just, at this point, I'm like, if I'm going to do it, let me just do it. I said, give me another one. Yeah, that's right. That and was the mistake. Another one. Right. And now, like, I think this two dads would kill Cheech and Chong, you know, <laughs> like hardened weed smoker. And I never, like, I, not to, I know you're, you're a weed guy and everything, but I often say, like, 
like, how is this not, how is it legal to drive anything? Like I would have crashed a car. I couldn't have driven. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, Chris, I couldn't walk. You were having a hard time sitting on the stool at the bar. I was like, I remember you were on stage and you talked to me and you were like, how you doing? And I was like, uh, how am I doing? I can't, I don't even know where I can't feel my face. Like I was, oh, it was bad. I said to you, I don't know if you remember this. You were sitting on the stool cause I could see you fucked up. But, and yeah. I walked over to you and I go, uh, are you going up? And you were like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> the way it was, like, yeah. I mean, when I went out, there's a, there used to be this restaurant right across the street from from uh from yeah and there were pe people there who I knew and they were like let's go and I was just you know I was having hallucinations and shit yeah. I mean it yeah. was it was at that point I went and sat I remember uh, I sat because I did drive there and I, I sat on the sidewalk of Melrose for got to be five hours before I finally realized mm -hmm. I was good enough to drive home yeah I, mean, I was. And so never again, I was like, I, I don't like being that out of control. And I know I did it wrong. Like, I know that's not the way it normally is, but I don't, I never did. I was never a guy who likes to be that fucked up drink wise or we, I just, I'm just, I just not my thing. I think the most fucked up, I think that I've ever seen you. And by the way. Oh God. You know, this is the greatest. I know what you're going to say. And it probably was. And that, however, was, I was having the time of my life. That was so fun. But now we won't tell the entire story because I think right. we've told it before. But from A to to Z, that story is probably one of the greatest stories uh, that I will that I'll ever be tell. Do you want to start it? Also be a part of. Do you want to start everything it? Everything about it was fucking insane. Ridiculous. It was insane. It, 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 just the whole thing was. Anyway, you could tell it, but you, you're the one pretty much brokered the whole deal, right? Set, go ahead and set the stage for us. Set the stage. Well, I'll set the stage a little bit. Uh, it's Guantanamo Bay, uh, Cuba, which right there, say right there is crazy enough. Josh, uh, with, with his, he had some, he had some connections with the uh, USO, USO, I believe yep. it was. And you hooked it up that we were going to perform at Guantanamo Bay, which is the area where they're holding the prisoners from, uh, you know, from, from 9-11 and all that. And Do you remember? What what they said the before us who the last entertainer was? No, who was it? The last this I was like, so do you get a lot of entertainers? And they go, no. I go, who's the last person that came before us? And they said Bo Bice from American Idol. And I was oh, like, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Josh brokers this deal. Chelsea Handler, Sarah Colonna, myself, and Josh. We head to Guantanamo Bay. A now, Amy, right? Uh, what's that? Was Amy her name? Amy, oh, the, there's a wardrobe, yeah, wardrobe. Uh, Amy, right? Yeah, right, 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 yeah. her as well. Um, yeah, Chelsea's wardrobe person. She was yeah. there. Too. Uh, I think that's it, right? Anyway, yeah, right. there's all sorts of political ramifications involved in this story. Like, you can't fly directly from Miami to Cuba. That because normally that's like a 40 minute flight, but you have to right. fly all the way around for whatever reason, airspace, whatever. So it takes like three hours. But and you military plane, all that shit. Uh, you know, and we so first of all, be, because we were at the time, almost every time we went on a vacation or a weekend with Chelsea, some drugs were being done. Yeah. And, and at the time, um, I, for, I can only speak for me. It was always, if I was going to do, if I was doing anything with her, it was either weed or ecstasy, right? Yeah. Ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
But the first thing we go, we find out, we were like, what's the flight from Miami to Cuba? Because that's what we were judging on. And they were like right. 40 minutes. We were like, cool. So we were all like, should we take some ecstasy right now? So we're, we're high when we land. Yeah. And uh, we were like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Well, you can't fly directly there. No. You got to take this like this you go all the way around Cuba, basically. And uh, yeah, we're on this military plane. Now, if you guys yeah. have ever been on a tiny military plane, it's not comfortable. No, you lay on the ground. There's like no seats. Do you remember what the bath, what the bathroom and, was? And shit in a bucket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or piss in a bucket, whatever you yeah. have to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you something right now. Look, as somebody who's taken ecstasy before, as soon as I, I knew the ecstasy was about to hit because I had to shit. And yeah. that's how, but I was like, oh no, I'm going to, it's going to hit on the plane. And what am I, I'm going to shit in a bucket two feet away from everybody behind yeah. the drape. Like, yeah, it was. yeah it's, uh, what the fuck? And then there was no music, right? No. There's no, there's no music. Here's the craziest thing for me. What happened, Chris? First of all, the realization that we're going to land high. Right. I'm assuming some of the top ranking people are going to pick us up. We had that dinner with the top, basically if at his got, house. At his house. If you guys watched a few good men, this is the Colonel Jessup. The the that if you when they went in, in a few good men, they go to Guantanamo Bay in the beginning to investigate Tom Cruise. Going back to him to investigate the crime. The guy they meet, uh, Jack Nichols and Colonel Jessup, the, the, and they meet him at his house, and he says, "I want you to take off that baggy white uniform, whatever." And that is basically what we did. We went to that house, the Colonel Jessup of Guantanamo Bay, for dinner. Whacked out on that. Whacked out of our fucking minds. And no. the wives are there, the highest ranking officials, this guy and everybody down from him is there. And they're excited. You know, it's a big, they're having, a, a, a you know, entertainment is coming. They're going all out for they it. brought out there was they brought out the whole everybody the kitten oh. caboodle everybody was there to meet Chelsea Handler I mean and we didn't care we, we, we you know we, the step up from Bo Bice so everybody's <laughs> on board you know what I mean it was just oh do you God. remember Amy so we go out to the car and we're all fucked up and we're like we gotta yeah. get the fuck out of here and Amy's like oh wait I think I, I left the drugs inside and we were like what she was like yeah I took them out of my purse for a little bit but I think I just left them I think they're on the table I'm like. Why would you take them out of your purse? Yeah. So she had to run back inside because there were drugs on Colonel Jessup's dining yeah. room table. It's, am it's, it's amazing. The whole thing is just. So we, it, now there's also. Do you, you remember know, the fucking guy in the gorilla suit who ran on stage when I was performing? Yes, 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 yes. And it was pouring rain. Pouring rain, hot <laughs> as shit, a hundred oh. degrees and raining. And just and, everything about it was just. And then they take us to the prison. You guys want to go to the prison and see the, you know, the, the prisoners? Like, I don't think anybody's ever gotten to do that, like regular people. And there we're, we're now we're in Guantanamo Bay looking at the at the prisoners. Oh, that and was that was that was like for sure an experience I'll obviously never forget for so many oh reasons. For so but but I will say the show itself. They were so excited to they see us. Excited. After they got over the fact that I swear they, they a lot of them showed up because for the most part it was an outdoor venue that they showed movies at. Every week was a different movie, and they all come regardless of the movie. And I, I'm, not, I'm not. I think the movie was supposed to be Kung Fu Panda Two, <laughs> and a lot of people had come thinking they were going to get Kung Fu Panda Two, and some of them are like, "Wait a minute, who is this?" And like Chelsea Hand, like. 
what about Kung Fu Panda 2? Like, no, it's going to be Chelsea Hannah. I'm like, ah, oh, I'd rather Kung Fu Panda. All right. Well, I guess I'll watch this if I have to. Do yeah. you remember? I think the McDonald's ran out of hamburgers. So we all just ordered French fries. And yes. French fries. We drove through with all the military guys, and like Chelsea picked up the. They had like one McDonald's on the whole. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And the hotel yeah. was, you know, it was not like a four, it was like a shit hotel. It was yeah. a military base, you know. So, anyway. yeah. And, and then, dude, so the show fucked up. We were fucked up. We decided oh. not to stay that night. But Chelsea has to hire a military plane, which is, I don't know, she paid 60 grand or something. They were like, you know, we can only get you out of here in the morning. That's it. This is not, we don't fly, you know, uh, Delta out of here. Yeah. Not, you know. So they were like, we have yeah. a certain flight pattern and that's the end of it. And, uh, and she goes, well, is there any way, like, can I get the plane? And they were like, anyway, we wind up getting the plane. Cause Chelsea's like, there's no fucking way I'm staying here another night. Yeah. Cause I don't think we had it. We were supposed to stay like the whole other day or something. Yeah. I think we were supposed to stay one more night and she wanted to fly to Miami, I think, and meet that dude she was dating. Yeah, Andre But by the way, that party that night in that hotel room with me, you, and Kelowna oh. and whoever those fucking people were that ended oh. up joining us yeah. was it the people from the balcony over. Balcony over. They like climbed over the balcony thirty floors up to climb into our balcony. My favorite Chris yeah. Frangiola line ever. It was. Uh, we're at that club earlier in the night. And yeah. maybe we had taken one or two more pills. Oh, man. And I go, hey, man, because I had asked you earlier, are you feeling it? And you're like, nah. And I turn back to you later. I go, you feeling it? And you have this boa. And you're a boa. Doing that. Yeah, dancing on like some go-go block to a boa. And now bear in mind, Josh, this is, we had just flown from Guantanamo Bay, landed. And now we're in, it was, it was some crazy thing that was happening uh, that week. And it's called Winterfest or something. Yeah. Huge, like, uh, you know, ecstasy festival in Miami. We were oh. in the heart of it. And because we were like, this guy owns the standard hotel. So he yeah. was the VIP of VIPs there. Yeah. And there I am, Boa on some dancing box. Just yeah. I'm like, you feeling it? You're like, I feel great. You're doing the buff with the Boa. That was absolutely amazing. I don't even know how we were still going at that point. It was wild. But but we but listen, we had some fun. You know, my other, I think, favorite weekend that I spent with you guys, the the Prince Zach Brown weekend was uh, amazing. Epic. But yeah. I think maybe, guys, we in the same weekend in Vegas, uh, me and Chris and, and Jiffy and Marmelstein, Steve Marmelstein, yeah. all went, we went to Zach Brown on a Friday and we saw Prince on a Saturday. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Prince at Hard Rock and, uh, and Zach Brown at Cosmo Hall. And I mean, it had to be one of Prince's final performances. I don't yeah. know if he scored much after that. That was kind of the end of it. And it was the, he was performing with those three women. Yeah. And it was kind of a smaller venue. It was the Pearl yeah. Theater, which is, you know, and, and it was amazing. Do you remember my favorite part of that concert was, okay, was when he started to go into a medley of his, Music. It's my favorite part. And, and he, he started hit the chorus was I got too many hits. Yeah, and he goes, I got oh, too I many hits. Too. I got too many hits. Oh my god, it was so great. I was like, this dude yeah. to be able to sing that. But I think, yeah. man, the story I like more was me, you, and it might have been Marmelstein too. And we're in that club and we can't find Brad. Oh, was that the, was that like a strip club or something? No, oh, no, no. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was at Tropicana. Yeah, and uh, and uh, we can't find Brad. He snuck yeah. out, 
And so we asked the guy because at the time, guys, we people thought we were important. So yeah. we would be like this, and somebody would come over, and we'd be like, "Hey, we can't find our friend." And he'd go, "Let me." And he said, "Let me let me go check the cameras." And so they followed Brad. They pieced it together. He walked out of the club in the Tropicana, walked into the casino, laid down under a slot machine table, and went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> they found him. On I, I believe that's when Brad stopped drinking. I think that was like his final weekend of drinking. Yeah. The one I, that him over the edge. I think that was probably a good idea that yeah. weekend. That was, there was a couple. There was like I think one time I was with him in like one of the strip clubs. I mean, we were performing in Vegas, and we went to you know one of the Silver Rhino, or whatever. And he uh, he fell asleep sleeping there, and they you know security immediately escorts you out when that happens. And so he he's been kicked out of a few places. Uh, You're not supposed to fall asleep in the strip clubs. I hear they don't like. No, <laughs> oh yeah, they frown upon that. <laughs> now let me ask you, man. Um, as I, because I like to do this and I don't think, I think you're, you can see the stream yard chat, but you're not on the Facebook chat. There are a lot of people down here. Um, and so guys, do you mind taking some questions, Chris? No, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so if anybody, if I'm looking at you down below and you know, I can see you, if I'm looking at you down below and you want to go ahead and ask a question, uh, raise your hand. Um, and if not, if you don't have one, I'm also going to post the link here. Um, so you guys can, here's the link uh right here and so if you want to ask a question uh hop on there and we'll bring you on raise your hand okay rc what's up man hey what's up how you doing bro? uh dude i'm doing really well i got super high listening uh to that story and that's my question you said you've told this story before where can i find that in long form you know uh, where was it i think it was on one of Josh's earlier podcasts, maybe, but we did tell it one time in long form. Guantanamo one? I think yes. Sarah Connor was with us. I think right. it might I think it might be the fairly normal that we did meet. No, it might have been me, you, and Sarah. We did yeah, a show it was the three of us. Yeah. If, if yeah, if there's a day, I'm happy to search for it, obviously, but like yeah. I, see, I, I think yeah. you know, Sarah and I used to do a podcast together called Off the Rails. And yeah. I think it was probably on there, but I will do a little deep deep dive for you it's yeah there's a lot more to the story uh, yeah. dude i was hanging on by a thread the entire oh, time oh, that's so. good to hear yeah so there, during that entire weekend <laughs> yeah. it was quite a quite a quite a couple of days i appreciate I you asking. Hear more details man thank you thanks yeah. man um by the way christine he, by the way chris here you go and you see how great and funny chris is he's a great guest of course he is yeah, huh. you know, I mean, Josh and I go back a long way, so it's easy to chat. It's funny you you were saying I did a uh, I did a show I did this, this a good show here in Hollywood now uh, called I forget the name of it, but so everybody's on it like all oh, the big deal you know, Bill Burr and Eliza and everybody, and I did it the other night with and uh, Craig Shoemaker was on it. I don't know if you know Craig, but he's oh, been yeah. around forever, and yeah. I don't I, you know I never met him, but I know him of course, and I had a particularly good set. You know how those shows go when there's 10 comics. Everybody's a heavy hitter. It's just about when you go up. You know yep. what I mean? If, if you go up third, sometimes it's too early. If you go up 10th, it's too late. I just went at the perfect time. People weren't too tired. It wasn't too – they were ready, and that was – and I just crushed it. And he had to go up after me, and whatever, whatever reason, it didn't go as well. And he's like, dude, I can't fuck – I don't even know who you are, and I can't follow you. <laughs> And so, so the whole time he's like, you know, you you've been around forever. I'm like, yeah, kind of. He's like, I never heard of you before. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So anyway, I go do his podcast. 
he goes, come do my podcast tomorrow. So I go out to Woodland Hills, whatever, and do his podcast. And uh, it was interesting to talk to him because that's a guy who's been around forever too. Yeah. But we don't have, you know, had no history like you and I have. So, you know, these it flows a lot easier when there's shit to talk about. Yeah, know? when there's things to talk about and you can both reference kind of the same things and the right, same experiences right, yeah. and you know the same people and hung out with the same people, you know, it makes yeah. it way easier. Yeah. Um, I'm looking down below. Anybody else you want to raise your hand real quick or I'll take him from the chat. All right. Hey, Linda. Hi there. How you doing? Hi, Chris. Hey, how are you? Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm doing great. Do you guys too have like a story that between the two of you that you hold like higher or wilder or funnier than anything else that you guys have done between the two well, of you? That, that Guantanamo Bay one was pretty good. But, you know, Josh and I toured together a lot. We've had yeah. some you know, that was, we used to do a Chelsea Lately Comedians Tour. Yeah. Which I think we all thought was going to be a bigger hit than it was. Yeah. <laughs> including Live Nation. I know. <laughs> I, remember, I, remember into, I remember that when we first started, they were like, it's going to be theaters. Tickets are going to be $75. And I, it was me, Whitney Cummings, and Joe Coy, which, yeah, that's a good bill. Uh, we walk into Westbury, Long Island. It was probably 2,000 seats. I'm not kidding. 75 people maybe yeah. maybe yeah it was they were pulling curtains door while we were on just like covering the seats yeah and by the way they, they had to bring curtains in from people's houses they were like we still need to cover more seats like this is not doing <laughs> it this was is bad it was bad oh, Chris, the very worst okay curtain pulling experience i've ever had you and i i i, I don't know if you remember san jose improv oh my god okay that was bad. You want okay. So when Theo Vaughn and I had just finished last comic story, I listened to this story oh, so you I, got it. on Theo's podcast. I heard you. Oh my God. You got to tell it. It's, so it Flip Schultz, right? It, it flipped me, Flip Schultz and Theo Vaughn, man. And we, we thought since we were on TV, we were going to be able to sell out a convention center. Oh, that is so funny. And they were cu pulling curtains like. Oh, <laughs> There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. No, it's a terrible, terrible feeling. You know, because like, I think when we were on the show, we were like, well, Chelsea sells this made tickets. We will too. Those shows really showed you who was. I know. Every, throughout the course of the run of that show, seven years, whatever it was. There was a, there was several times where you were like, "Oh, I'm not Chelsea." You know, we got there was a lot of like, uh, you know, the one, the big one, the big was anytime you and I or all of us had to walk the red carpet oh, after her. So embarrassing! Oh my so god, that was so embarrassing. It's because she would go down and be like, "Ching ching Chelsea, ching 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 Chelsea, Chelsea," and then Chewy would walk down and be like, "Ching Chewy, ching 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 Chewy," and there'd be a group of eight of us. Yeah. And everyone just start checking their yeah, camera. Yeah, they just drop the camera. They, they do just it start checking the camera. They do it to make you look like shit. They just take their camera, just yeah, you know, aim it toward the ground. They look their camera, and, or one person had to go. Nobody, nothing from the people from Chelsea lately. And you just yeah. hear one chicken, and you're like, no, okay. Yeah, you are interviewed on the red carpet. If you have to say uh, your name more than twice, you know, because yeah. they can't hear it's too loud. Or you're like, all right, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Like, I'm sorry, what is it again? It's a Frangiola. <laughs> like, all right, let's not, let's not do this. It, yeah. The red carpets were. Oh, it's the most excruciating. Humiliating. It, it was like E! Entertainment's 25th anniversary or something. It was like at, at the London Hotel on Sunday. I don't know if you went, but it was like so I went with. I think Sarah and maybe Brad and we 
And they were like, right before us was iced tea and cocoa. They had a show on the air at the time. And pop, 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 pop. And then they were like, and, you know, Brad, Tom, and Sarah, and Chris and Sarah. And we walked and uh, nothing. And then Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi, for some yeah. reason, he just, I don't know if he knew it was red carpet. He just started walking. And they went berserk again as he walked right past us. Oh, I was so fucking embarrassing. And the pictures that you were in, they were like, well, we can't fucking use it. No, exactly. This guy just ruined the picture. Who's that? <laughs> uh, I mean, um, this, this is, you know, it. no matter, how, you know, this, this business ebbs and flows, ups and downs, whatever. It is one humbling motherfucker, isn't it? No matter how high your highs are yeah. and low your lows are, you you just can't care because it's too. None of it matters. And there, it is impossible not to get humbled. Oh it, yeah. So if it's not something that you can handle, if you can't handle that, it's the wrong business because you're not just going to get humbled once. Right. There's going to be, and by the way. Like, so say you and I are sitting here and we'd be like, fuck it. I bet you Jamie Foxx has never been humbled in the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, not for what we would consider. Of course. For yeah. what Jamie Foxx would consider how, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't yeah. know for sure, but everybody in their careers, you have ebbs and flows, you know, yeah. and you just oh. got to be able to ride that shit out. Yeah. And then, I mean, I think that's why you, you know, you've stayed so level headed and in this business for so long is because you, you've always had you know, like, like your wife and the kids and stuff. So you had other shit at home. Like yeah. you didn't, you didn't hitch all your wagons to, to show business. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I've, those, I have a wife and kid now. So now that I have that and everything's not hitched to it, it's so much easier. Yeah. And, you know, like if it all fucking goes away tomorrow, like, so yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of good stories to tell. If yeah. That's, if there's so be it, you know, and you know what, Chris, I'll tell you something, what, what you're hundred percent, right. You know, I, when I used to audition for things and I, and I would hear people talk about, uh, talk about, I'm waiting to hear back from this audition, waiting to hear back. It dawned on me. Once I walked out of an audition, I never thought of it again because there were people at my house that needed shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so right. I didn't go home and stew on it. I didn't go home and just wonder what was happening. When I left, I was like, oh, I got to go pick up some milk. I know I need diapers. Like the stuff that was actually important. The important shit. Yeah, I know. Move to know. the top, you know? Yeah. It, it, and that, that it does change. I mean, I started much later in life than you did. But like now, even the last couple of years of having a wife and kid, I'm just like, oh, shit. None of this matters. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun ride. And it's yeah. a fun thing to do for a job. But none of it matters in the end. No. And that that's the thing. Like. You know, I find that people, when you, when you're shown what's important, first thing you, you, for the first time in your life, you take your vision off of yourself. Right. Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. And by yeah. the way, that's not a negative when you're a single person and you're especially in the business that we are in, if you're not thinking about yourself all the time, you're not going to be successful. Right. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? That you're, your it's business. Yeah. Yeah. But your business is you. So it's like this thing. You don't want to be selfish, but also I need to think about me all of the fucking time. Yeah. It's so crazy. I know. Um, all right. Ray Ray, did you have a question? Okay, hold on a second. Hey. Hello. Hi. Do you Hi. remember nuts on a bagel? Oh, you know, do I remember funny. nuts on a bagel. 
I just watched it. Somebody posted it on on Heather's Juicy Scoop Facebook page. Somebody found it somewhere, but it wasn't nuts on a bagel. It was nuts on her dress. She was wearing a dress on the round tables. That was, to me, the nuts on the dress was the best one for this reason. Yeah. It happened live. Yeah. You got to watch her reaction. Uh There was no hiding. She tried really hard to be a good sport about it, but you couldn't, she couldn't hide that because- God bless her. And that's true. You know, but that was one of those fun things. Like I remember, you know, people would watch that show and it's so, it's so nice to have like coming across a hit as we know on television is next to impossible. And we were, you know, on a a hit show. It was a big hit that people loved. And like people would watch it for reasons like that. They would see something like that on the round table. Like no other show does this kind of shit. And it's just so fun and so off the wall and so unscripted and, and what, and I don't think there's been a show like it since. So it is, it was fun to watch for a half hour. Just who knew? And we were literally talking about vacations. We went on, you know, on the round table and people were interested in hearing that. Crazy. Uh, I remember pitching the, nuts thing to chelsea yeah and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna and by the way you know how su- my success rate of pitching things on that show. <laughs> yeah 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 but you know i i and listen if i was in a sketch that means there was nobody else left yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sketch with a large cast and they were like we gotta fill one more uh, role here yeah that was so like yeah. I, I, people always like if I, whenever they were like hey you're in a sketch today I'm like me yeah oh, yeah okay. yeah okay I'll do that but I remember walking in to her and I go look I have an idea and I was like you know Heather's getting she you know she's trying really hard to get people to gift her stuff yeah why don't we pretend like some somebody gift her some and we'll have her wear it and I'll just rub my nuts on it yeah. And she was just staring at me and she goes, okay. And I was like, that's it. She was yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, okay. Yeah. She goes, what are you going to rub your nuts at? I go, your dress. And she goes, great. Okay. That was it. And I was like, oh, great. fuck, it worked. Great. So fun. Such a fun ride. It was a fun ride. You know, that it was, was what's that, Ray Ray? I wanted to know if Brad threw up. Oh, well, well, that was the nuts on the bagel. That was the one where you put your nuts on Brad's bagel and he ate it. We used to do the thing. It was always bagel Thursday in our office. So in the writer's room, we would do uh, bagels every Thursday. Anyway, go on. Well, the reason this works so specifically for Brad is because he is a germaphobe. Yeah, a germaphobe so much so that he had to go to like counseling for it. You know, he had to go to like. Didn't that counselor make him a toilet seat? Is that what they I made, That's what they did in the counseling. They made him lick the bottom of shoes and toilet seats to overcome his, you know, I don't know if they were like used toilet seats. <laughs> Maybe they were. I don't know. But that's what they did to like make him overcome his germaphobes. So there you go. That's how germaphobe he was. So we, we, and, and you know, it wasn't weird to have a camera in the writer's room or somebody filming, you know? Right. And, um, he it was Bagel Thursday, and Brad loved Bagel Thursday. Oh, he was it was a whole uh, ordeal of him putting it together. Oh, and, yeah, he was he was getting that bagel every Thursday, right? And uh, we just rubbed my nuts in a circle on him, and we watched. He and went then, to the bathroom. He left his bagel on the table, went to the bathroom. Yeah, and then we filmed it, and then he took a couple bites, 
and then we showed him the video. Yeah. As he was chewing the bagel. <laughs> so By the way, we would get canceled for that too. Yeah. Oh, all of it. The big black dildo on the bottom of the desk. Remember we knew we nailed a big black dildo I, on the bottom of Colonna's desk. desk. I drilled yeah. it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All of it. All I mean, just so many. Heather McDonald played a trans character with a big cock in her bathing suit. Remember, she would wear a bikini with a big giant dildo in the bikini and told right. she would talk. We did that character 10 times. Oh like, my god. That's about right. It. right. And the and things so, we did to Chewy were is like unbelievable. Just yeah. Do you remember? Here's my favorite thing. And by the way, guys, Chewy was a remarkable dude he the was best. just just part of a guy the sweetest sweetest yeah. guy but he had such weird lines of things that he would let us do to him and things that he wouldn't yeah there was one time we had him dressed up as a baby and he was in a diaper and he was we had him sucking on brad's nipple yeah but yeah. he wouldn't put a pacifier in his mouth he was like i'm no baby i'm like but you're gonna suck on brad's nipple in a diaper yeah. And he was like, yeah, but I won't. I'm no baby. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> and we had like a like a like a odd cast of characters, like security guards. With it, so we there would we there was no shortage of anybody who would do the bit if Chewie wouldn't do it. You know, right? We had like a Hamlet. We'd be like, I'll do it. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. do it in a leash or whatever else. So it was just a wild time. I mean, between Hamlet and Ryan Bassford, they would have done fucking anything. Any, any, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, listen, man, why don't you tell people about your podcast and where they can find you and all that stuff? Cover to covers the podcast. It's doing well. Thank God. It's been fun. I love it. Every Thursday, you know, Patreon on Tuesday, cover to cover. It's called cover to cover with Chris Frangiola. Get it. Listen to it. It's, you know, it's a fun rambling of uh, pop culture shit and, and everything else. Uh, and, it, and that, and you know, Chris Frangiola on, on all your, you know, social medias and shit like that. Yeah. All the other stuff. Uh, yeah. And the road, you know, Dallas yeah. coming up. Hyenas in Dallas, May 14th and 15th, I think. And then otherwise, that's it. You know, I, I have my dates. So I don't have a ton of dates coming up, honestly. But guys, listen, I can guarantee you laughs on his podcast and on stage. This dude is a fucking pro. Isn't it fun to be a pro at this point, though, Josh? Like, it's that's what I was telling Shoemaker. You know, he's like, You're good. I'm like, Yeah, no, I am good. Like, I've been yeah. doing it a long time. Like, I'm, and I'm, you know, I wasn't always good, but I'm good now. And, uh, you know, how long did it take you to feel okay about saying that about yourself? Um, well, yeah, you know, re most re I think pretty recently where Me I'm too. like in a club, pound for pound club comic, you know. Funny bone on a on a Saturday night. You're not going to get much better than me on a, on a good night. If if the audience is good and I'm good, it's going to yeah. be a good. You know, good time. I agree. Um, yeah. So I mean, but that's what I do. You know, yeah. same with you. Same with you. Like same deal. You know, on a on a good night, you spend your money to go see Josh or me or you know Chris Porter or people who are legitimate headliners who've been doing it a long time. You're going to walk out of there going, oh shit, that was, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say though, when I look, and I don't know if this is the same for you, when I look at the calendars at the comedy clubs, there are a lot of really good comics right now. Yeah, yeah, good ones. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, all different styles, and uh, so it, and it's definitely. Listen, I know we had a tough, you know, year here and whatever, and there was been Zoom shows and all these other, 
you know, but it it's they, they suck. It's just not the same. There's yeah. just no comparison between Zoom comedy and live comedy. Just it just isn't. And for the audience and the performer, it just just no comparison. Not even close. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, look, Chris. It's so good to catch up with you, man. You too, buddy. What a pleasure this was. I, yeah. I, I miss you. I hope to be in Nashville one day and, and we'll catch up. Absolutely, man. And congratulations with the family and the success of the podcast. And yeah. um, always good to see you, dude. And, and don't and, and uh, don't uh, don't be a stranger. Well, I will not. Thank you, buddy. Good to see All you. Right, Talk to you soon. All right. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Guys, Chris Rangiola, come on, man. Just a, again, legitimately funny is this a picture is that so oh, look this at that. came up in my facebook memories oh that's jacob wolf it is it's when i first met you man oh that's awesome yeah. thank you for sharing that with me you're welcome um yeah listen i enjoyed that so much you know the one thing i do miss about not being in LA is just not seeing my friends, you know, and um, just to have a conversation and with somebody with some shared experiences and, and um, who I have a history with is just super cool. So uh, I have, I thoroughly enjoyed the day. And so thank you guys so much for listening and for watching. And I know um, we started out a little weird, um, I'm surprised that Chris didn't get into a little more, uh, cause I guess he does. He, I know he does a lot of work with, um, Heather. Um, but we, uh, we had a really good time with you. So Melissa, did you want to ask me something? Yeah. I just wanted to know whenever we, um, I see you in Tampa, are you going to do meet and greets? Yes. I'll be doing meet and greets in Tampa. Awesome. I want to get your autograph and like, see you and stuff, get a picture. hundred percent. Cool. I'll see you yeah. on the 15th. See you on the 15th. Um, yeah, Ty, what's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, this hey. weekend, can, can I bring my shirt and you sign it for me? 100%. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Make sure you bring both sets of glasses to the show. <laughs> Just for you, I will. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you this weekend, brother. All right, man. Peace. Later. Um, okay. And look at Taekwon Douglas. Look at this dude. I love it, man. You're, I love it, dude. Just play it out casual as fuck. Yep. Yep, man. You good? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I appreciate you watching the show today, man. Yeah. I'm thinking about starting to uh, join in both Monday and Tuesday nights on this. So Come on in, man. We'd love to have you. Yeah. All right, brother. I, I enjoy watching you. I enjoy talking with you whenever you do call on me. So I appreciate it, man. We'll, and we'll speak to you soon. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, all right, everybody. Listen. Um, Indianapolis this weekend, St. Louis, not St. Louis, Tampa the weekend after, and Spokane the weekend after. I'm doing my special on music special June 3rd. If you're in the Nashville area, uh, June 2nd, I'll be running at one time in Huntsville. So if you can't get to Nashville and you want to see a sneak peek, uh, Huntsville on June 2nd, um, Philip Sweet from Little Big Town will be playing with me on all the shows. Uh, so I, I won't, 
I won't be fucking up the guitar. Thank God. Um, I wrote a bunch of new songs um, and I got some old ones and I'm really excited for this special. Um, and I, I hope you guys are too. Uh, Derek, thank you very much. Well, I just want to say hi to Kate. Kate, how are you? Hey, June 3rd is my birthday. June 3rd is your birthday. Well, where do you live? Uh, Columbia, Missouri. Well, you probably can't make it to Nashville, but. No, wait, no, I, I possibly could. Yes. That's Kate, if you make the trip for your birthday, I'll take care of the tickets. How about that? Are you, could I get two tickets, please? One for my husband and one for me? 100%. You make the trip. I'll, I'll get the tickets. All right. Should I get a hold of you? Please stop yelling at me, Sarah. <laughs> do you do you I, think it's do you think it's a for sure? Um, yes, I could. When you know for sure, let me know, and I'll put you right on the list. Okay, he gets off at four thirty today. I'll talk to him for sure. Deal. Send me a message on Facebook. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, awesome. absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, it's her birthday, and to come from a different state just to see the show, I'm happy to get the tickets. You know what I mean? Um, and one more hello to Michelle, and then we're going to get out of here. Hey, Michelle. Hello. How you doing? Doing fine. Good, good, good. You doing all right today? Everything's good? Yep. Internet sucks, but other than that, doing good. All right. Well, it's always good to see you, and thank you for uh, for watching the show. Every time. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. All right, everybody. Um, so good. Tell me something good. If you aren't listening or subscribed to Patreon, man, last night's Patreon podcast was just me because I fucked up. So I didn't publish it for all the Patreoners and just one. It was just me and one dude. And it was uh, Dave, who some of you know on here. But it was such a crazy. It was crazy. It was a ton of fun, but patreon.com forward slash Josh Wolf comedy. Um, High Lives heading over there. Um, one other podcast is heading over there. Uh, and the parenting tips and all that starts not next week, but the week after. So uh, let's get to it. Uh, am I doing meet and greet at Zanies? So much depends, Christina, on the club and the state. There's no rules in Florida. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. In some places, it's not the case. So it, a lot of it depends. Um, all right. So you know what I'm saying? COVID never got to Florida. I don't know if you know that. It never made it there. So we're safe. Um, all right, everybody. I love you. I had so much fun again with you today. Thank you so much for watching and listening to tell me something good. Uh, high lives on Mondays, everybody. And uh, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh Wolf comedy. And it's only five bucks. Come have some fun. Love you. Love you. Uh, yeah. It was super awkward, dude. Um, yeah. I know Nashville Zanies, Christina. I don't, I'm a, I, I'm not sure what the rules will be by then. So I, I just can't tell you. Um, all right. Later, later, later. Talk to you soon.